Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today we have a crazy entitled parent story of a parent who just will not give any privacy. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my dad embarrassed me at one of my favorite stores over me buying Christmas presents. Hello my jeepers creepers and creepy crawlers of reddit, this is a bit of a shorter downer post since it happened today and it still hurts, just need to vent. So about a month ago, I went to one of me and my sister's favorite stores in the mall with my cousin and her boyfriend and got two anime figures for my sister's birthday coming up that month. However, I missed the return limit on the receipt as I didn't plan to return it. Until I decided to be petty and return it after my sister went on a mean spree, my dad drove me and we went to return it. However, because it was past the day limits, I couldn't get the money back. But my dad, who I always had a strange relationship with emotion-wise, advised me to walk around the store. So I did. I come back and not only did they return the figures, but they gave me a $99 gift card to use up until January. I was happy, though I found out later I only got it because my dad went in deep detail to the cashiers about my autism and basically made it sound like I was an idiot. I always feel uncomfortable using my autism as some sort of pity reward. I even hate going through the process of getting a fast pass during an amusement park trip. Anyway, November is my time of year to go out of my way and buy gifts for Christmas, and I decided to use the gift card to pay for gifts for my cousin, my sister, and my mom entrusted me to get some stocking stuffers. I was left alone as my dad wandered the store and found a cool item for my cousin and an anime figure for my sister's favorite anime. Pricing wasn't a huge thing for me since I had the card and store rewards. The item was $23 and the figure was about $60, so adding it up it would have been $83 in total, which was fine. And so I headed up to the counter and was in the middle of paying. The guy just scanned the items and I got the gift card out when my dad finally showed up beside me and looked at what I was getting. He saw the price of the figure and lost it. He said that's too much money and that I couldn't return it, which I didn't plan on. I just returned the figures last time to not reward my sister's behavior on me and get my money back. And he started telling the cashier to remove it. I argue back at him that it's fine, I have enough, and I wasn't going to return it. We went back and forth with him, louder this time, told the guy to remove the figure and apologize for my behavior. I just stood there wanting to crawl in a pit and disappear. The cashier was looking at me with very obvious pity and discomfort of the whole thing as he removed the figure. I paid and my dad decided to show other gifts I can get my sister instead. He showed me this mini LED mushroom light. It's cute, but she doesn't have the room for it. He showed me a plushie of her Hogwarts house. Again, it's cute, but we have dogs that'll rip that to shreds and she wouldn't like it. He showed me this My Neighbor Totoro rice bowl. Again, cute, but we don't have room for things like bowls and cups. We left right after, and I'm dreading returning to that store after today. I know I have to in order to get my sister something, but gods do I hate going to mall stores a second time a month, and now with my dad treating me like an idiot in front of so many people over $80, I can easily pay with or without that gift card because I saved up so much. Again, I just wanted to vent for right now. Thanks for allowing me to rant a bit. Sorry y'all. I think anybody in OP situation would be very frustrated. 
I mean, your whole existence is kind of being talked down upon. I mean, they're kind of talking down on your whole existence and treating you like you don't understand anything that's going on. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to hear about these entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, Mom is mad I'm sleeping in on weekends. 20-year-old female here, I work 8.30 to 4, Monday to Friday, and usually sleep in on the weekends until about 12 p.m. or so. My mom's moods are unpredictable, so one moment she won't get mad about a certain thing, but then all of a sudden would be mad about it for no reason. This weekend, she's been flinging my door open and throwing clothes on my bed and then slamming it, causing me to wake up, and I just know she's throwing a fit because I'm sleeping in. On Saturday, she told me I need to act my age because I got up late when trashes need to be thrown, etc. I already had cleaned the house and done the dishes, so I don't really understand why she's mad today when everything's been done. I just want a day to relax and sleep in. She's never told me that it's an expectation to be up early on weekends. If she needs help with something, all she needs to do is tell me to wake up early and help, and I will. But I can't just read her mind. A couple weeks ago, she said some really hurtful things to me that caused me to have a breakdown, and when I tried to explain to her why what she said hurt me, she said I was just throwing a fit, and basically tried to justify what she said, and couldn't admit she was wrong until I suggested it would probably be best if I moved in with my brother. That's when she apologized, which she never does. I've tried to set boundaries, and when I have, she just starts throwing fits, saying I'm the child and she's the mom, and I'll hear whatever she has to say as long as I'm under her roof. So at this point, is it really best to move out? The only thing that makes it hard is my car is about to give out, so it can't drive long distances. Am I being overdramatic? What am I doing wrong for her to react like this? I mean, there really could be a number of things why they would act like this. What I don't think is fair is OP immediately jumping to the assumption that they're the cause, that they're the only reason why they're acting like that. That said, moving out, having independence from people who treat you like that, I think it's always a good idea. This next story is, well, I finally had my first entitled parent experience in the mall parking lot. I had my first encounter with an entitled mother today. Off to the mall for a pair of winter shoes so I don't slush my dang socks. Lucky me, a spot really close to the entrance is open. As I'm creeping up to the spot, there's a woman with a baby strapped to her chest and someone I assume is a sister, friend, or whatever walking up the laneway. They looked like they were just going in the mall, but then they stood in the spot I was trying to pull into. Sensational. I waved. They ignored me. I tapped my horn and they waved me off, saying that they're saving that spot for their friend. I pretty much told them that that isn't how a parking lot works and that I'm not moving. Entitled Mom then looks at me and starts going on about how she has a baby and that she should get to park closer to the mall because of her baby. I roll. I tell her I don't freaking care about her baby. Back and forth with her insisting that she won't move and for some dumb reason starts going on about, I dare you to hit me. Like, dude, I'm not insane, and you were just going on about your baby. Since she wouldn't move, I just laid on the horn until this big red truck that had a guy they were with started to come up behind me. Lo and behold, there was an open space literally only two spaces down that the red truck pulled into. Meanwhile, the mom and the other woman she was with do walk out of the space, calling me every name in the book, bench, expletive, tramp, How they can't believe I made a new mother move. Honestly, it felt like a YouTube rage bait video. 
I'm staying by my car because I genuinely don't trust crazy people not to do crazy things to my car. The guy who was driving their truck just looked down at his phone while the women told me off for endangering their baby as they all walked past to go inside. Honestly, I like to think he was embarrassed. I don't know what makes people think that one, I care about your kids, and two, that you can stand in parking spaces to claim dibs. I just know there were some intrusive thoughts going on in the back of their mind going, is the 25 to life worth running them over? They kind of deserve it, right? Good thing most people have a sanity. Our next story is, Entitled Mom Wants Her Children to Be Rewarded For Doing Wrong Things. It happened around a year ago, and I decided to share it here since I don't have much to do. I used to be an English teacher at a large English school here in Brazil. We have a lot of language schools around the country. I taught all ages, but my favorite to work with were the children. Around March last year, I got a group of 8-year-old children who were really delightful, except for this one, let's call her Sid, because she actually reminded me of the sloth of Ice Age. Sid was a terrible student. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. She did enjoy the games and extra activities, but whenever I tried to assign an activity from the book, she'd make it a nightmare because she wouldn't do anything and then complain about it the whole class. Note, their activities were basically connect the word to the picture or color the objects that are toys, something like that. They didn't have to write anything, but Sid would still not do that. The school had training for teachers and we were advised to keep a policy in the classroom to help students behave. My friend taught me the strategy of the well-behaved hangman. I draw a hangman game for each student and each time they'd interrupt me, get up from their seats without permission or stop doing an activity, they would get a part of the body. If the man was hung, they'd lose and I'd call their parents to discuss their agitation. This group was particularly passionate about the line to leave class, so the one with less body parts would be the first and the rest would follow the score. So Sid always wanted to be the first. It didn't matter how many times I told her the rules, she'd even cry about it sometimes. What resulted in another body part on her hangman, I called her mom in numerous times because she was not taught limits. Conversation would go like this. Karen would say, she's a child, she wants to be the first. I say, well, all of them want to be the first in line. Karen says, she clearly wants more than the others, isn't that clear? I say, I need to be fair to all the kids. If I promise something, I cannot lie to them and let someone else be in front of them just because they want to. 
I didn't bring up the they also behaved better so they deserve it more than her argument because it was a private school and my coordinator and principal were specifically rigorous to teachers who would unplease parents because there was a chance they'd take their children out of school. You're paid to teach English, not good manners, they'd say. So they go to mid-year vacation and when they come back, I'm still with Sid's group. She now arrives late every single class because her mother enrolled her in piano lessons. Being late became a restriction in the well-behaved hangman because from the eight students, four used to arrive late. It worked well for the other children. They talked to their parents about it and they talked to me. I told them I only have 60 minutes to teach them and it becomes a problem when I have to wait 10 minutes before I start. It makes our time short. Besides, if I start before they arrive, it becomes a problem to me because they want to socialize a bit before we get going. They all understood it, except Karen. After a few weeks, Sid was crying over being the first in line again, and I get a call from Karen. I heard you've been punishing my daughter for being late. I reply, it's a rule we agreed to keep class in order. She's not the only one who gets negative points for that. Karen says she needs to be late. She has piano lessons before the English class. I say I'm sorry, but it would be a problem if I just let her go while adding body parts to the others. Karen said she'd ask the babysitter to take Sid out of the piano lessons a few minutes early, and you might think that she was reasonable here, but she was not. I get a call from my coordinator asking me to go to his room for a second. So I just got a call from a mother asking if this is an English school or a reformatory. Care to explain? I said I'm sorry, what? They say Sid's mom called and said you've been punishing her behavior in class. For God's sake, it was just a freaking line to leave class. She made it sound like I was straight out locking her daughter in an iron maiden. I said, well, I'm not punishing her. I'm rewarding others' behaviors and she's sad about it. They say, it doesn't matter. I told you, your duty is to teach English. I said, how can I teach English if the children don't behave in class? They say, do your job. Don't mind those who are not paying attention. I didn't reply anymore because we've had arguments before. I'd been there for five years already and I knew he would make up any excuse to make me the one to blame for the situation. Instead of just telling Karen it was the best thing to do, he told me not to play well-behaved hangman anymore. So I decided to play another game based on correct answers they'd give me to questions. Needless to say, Sid was not the best on that too. Karen would complain all the rest of the semester about it and my coordinator couldn't do anything, but didn't argue with her because Karen was an important woman in our city. Karen's complaints ended up getting me fired from the school in December. My coordinator said he wasn't able to put up with all those problems anymore. Later this year, I had to sue the school for not paying me the dismissal correctly, and I won. So this was kind of a happy ending, but I miss having a job. So I'm guessing because OP didn't play the private school game they're not going to be getting a letter of recommendation anytime soon, right? I mean, that's tough, but in the public sector at least, aren't there always openings for teachers? Might not be nearly as lucrative as that private school job, though. Our next story is, Entitled Mom Wants Me to Pay $3.07 an Hour to Watch Her Kids. Basically what the title says, An Entitled Mom reached out to me asking if I could watch her kids for 13 hours a week for $40. She wants me to 1. Watch two kids under 5, 2. Cook the meals, and 3. Clean her home. 
My usual rate for a job like that would be $15 to $20 an hour given my experience, skills and qualifications, and what the job is asking for. When I told her my rate, she cussed me out and told me it would be a privilege to watch her kids, and that I should just take the job since I obviously need the money. This is one of those things that even if you did need the money, which by the way, nobody is going to do 13 hours of babysitting for $40, unless you literally pulled somebody off the street to watch your kids who has nothing, but they actually kind of make it downright satisfying to turn them down when they say, you obviously need the money. It's like them lobbing a softball up for you to just crush right in their face and laugh at them saying, yeah, right. Our next story is, Entitled Mom is mad that I intend to convert the guest room into my office after the birth of my second kid. I'm currently 21 weeks pregnant with my second baby. Both my husband and I work from home full time. We recently decided that my current office will be a great room as the nursery for the new baby. We started packing up and moving stuff around in preparation. My mom is currently visiting from out of the country and staying with us. She saw what we were doing and commented, So you and your hubby are both going to squeeze into his small office? I told her that's not the case. I intended to convert the guest room into my office once the second kid is old enough to attend daycare and preschool at around 18 months old. But we'll put a sofa bed in there or have some Japanese futons so in case we were to have guests. They will have a place to sleep and chill out in after I get off work. Interestingly, I've told her that plan in the past over video chat and she thought it was a good idea back then. She claimed to have no recollection of that conversation happening and immediately proceeded to get passive aggressive with me, saying, okay, fine, I won't visit again then. I had to remind her that that is not happening till at least two years from now and there still will be space for her to stay in when she comes to visit. Besides, when my husband and I are working during the day, we hardly spend any time in the living room or family room. She has access to all those spaces. She essentially sees our current guest room as her room and expects us to keep it that way for the foreseeable future, for the few days out of the year she's visiting us. Other than that, it'll just be a vacant bedroom that no one spends any time in. She complained to my dad who actually confirmed that I have indeed spoken to them about my plan. So now she's also embarrassed at getting called out for opposing to what she had said in the past. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. She just felt like she's entitled to that room in my house. Even though she spends only around one month total of the year visiting us, she's been giving me the silent treatment since the argument, and whenever I try to talk to her, she would answer with a ton of attitude and basically told me to freak off. Both my husband and I find her reaction ridiculous and are not ready to coddle up to her unreasonable demand just to keep her happy. Bottom line, whose house is this? You have every right to do what you want with your rooms, and I think what OP's saying is sounding mighty reasonable to me. And like OP said, it's not like they wouldn't have a spot for them if they wanted to stay over. Does the guest bedroom have to have a king-sized bed to be worth it? This next story is Tales from the FLGS. 
So I work in an FLGS, friendly local game store, and have accrued a number of these throughout the four years I've been there. I don't think any have been bad enough to warrant a full post, but here's my top three. I cannot make a game magically appear. We do a GameStop-style trade-in video game system, and this kid, like 12, comes in with his mom to trade in a game, which at the time had just come out, and was a little expensive, even used. He does his trade, mom signs for it, game sells the next day, the next next day they come back in and demand the game. Apparently he'd stolen it from a friend, and if he didn't get it back the kid was going to juvie, as this was apparently his third time pulling this crap. The mom demanded I produce the game, and when that didn't happen, she actually demanded I give her the name and number of the person who bought it. Whole thing devolved into demands, screaming and tears, the both of them. Two, I'm not another child at a playground, this is a business. Smaller kid comes in, 5-7, to seven, wants to trade in his Pokemon cards. Obviously I tell him not without a parent or guardian. Dad comes back with a kid and immediately gets aggressive, demands to know why I didn't take his son's cards and give him the card he wanted, which just happened to be an $80 card, in exchange for this kid's maybe 15 commons that he'd stuffed in his back pocket. Honestly thought it should be an even card for card exchange. I get not knowing much about card prices and whatnot, but this entire exchange took place over a locked display cabinet of Pokemon cards. If you look down and see a card encased in plastic, maybe that means it's worth more than the others? 3. That's not really for small kids. Definitely lighter on the entitled side, just one of my favorites. Lady comes in, grabs a couple games, no big deal. She happens to grab a certain game I quite enjoyed, Bendy and the Ink Machine. I bring it up and say she's in for a fun time, and she gives me an odd look. Then she mentions that the games were actually birthday presents for her six-year-old. I then briefly stop the transaction and tell her that, despite the jolly-looking cartoon on the cover, Bendy isn't really for kids. Well, not first graders at least. She gives me a bit of an eye roll, gets a little curt, and tells me that her son is quite advanced for his age and that she's sure it'll be fine. Couple days later, she returns the game and asks for suggestions this time around. Wasn't there for the return, but still pretty hilarious. Not gonna lie, if the last entitled mother said, well, my kid specifically asked for it, I probably wouldn't even bat an eye. I'm just reaching my boomer years, I think, but like, kids nowadays are exposed to the horror-themed games and cursing and stuff, honestly way earlier than I remember my generation being. And even in my generation, we were playing San Andreas in elementary school. This next story is, Entitled Parent tells me, a teacher, some things. I'm a music slash band teacher. A secretary calls a parent to ask for a payment for their lunch account. The parent starts yelling at the secretary about me. Parent was mad I wrote a disciplinary referral for their child and took away a day of recess. Administration has me call parent. During the phone call I was, told that I was a waste of a human being, told that what I teach is useless and meaningless, Told my paycheck is a waste of taxpayer money. Since they pay taxes, they are therefore my boss. And I have to answer to them. That I, or any other adult in the school, cannot make her child do anything he doesn't want to do. Punish her child, or take away recess. When I asked the parent to please stop swearing at me, I stopped counting after the seventh freak. She replied, Anything for you, the master of the universe, to make you feel better about yourself? 
all because I took away a day of recess for being defiant and disrespectful. Fun times. There were a few situations growing up as a kid where I was barred from attending recess for the things I did. Let me tell you, as a 6, 7, 8 year old kid, that hits you right in the heart. This next story is, am I the jerk for confronting a neighbor who was rude to my son at trick-or-treat because of a rule I'd never heard of? I, 27-year-old female, took my 4-year-old son trick-or-treating on Halloween, as normal parents do. He was so adorable in his costume and his joy was infectious. We went along, house after house, lots of smiles, exclamations of how cute he was, and of course, loads of candy. Then we came to one house. We rang the bell. Initially, there was no answer, but I could see there were lights on in the house, so clearly people were home. Also, I heard shuffling behind the door. Clearly, they were looking through the peephole to see who was there. I rang again. Then, after two more minutes, I rang a third time, and the woman opened the door with a nasty look. And before my son could even say trick or treat, she pointed to her porch light and rudely said, Porch light off means don't ring here, and started to close the door. The look on my little boy's face was so heartbreaking, I could not let that nastiness slide. Plus, I'd never heard of such a rule and told her so, and asked how she could break a little boy's heart like that. They repeated the rule and said she didn't have any candy anyway and to please leave her alone. I asked what kind of idiot doesn't make sure to have some bare minimum candy around on October 31st, like use a dang calendar. She said not everyone wants to be part of Halloween, and slammed the door in my face. I comforted my poor son, explained some people are just terrible Grinches, and we moved on to a few more houses, but the night was ruined. It got worse. I got back home and saw my phone had insane notifications. Apparently, this woman had recorded the whole interaction on her door camera and posted it to the local neighborhood Facebook group. Anyway, the backlash was so bad, I had to leave the group. I'm still getting horrible DMs. Apparently, the porch light rule is real. It's a way to signal you're opting out of Halloween. Who the freak wants to opt out of Halloween? Even my husband won't back me up. He knew the rule and while he's sympathetic to the social media abuse I'm getting, he said it was stupid of me to engage when she clearly didn't want to participate. I'm upset he thinks I should let rudeness against our little boy slide. Am I the jerk for confronting this rude woman? So personally, I do very much genuinely believe in the porch light off means don't bother us on Halloween rule. I mean, if you didn't know, you didn't know, and that's understandable enough. But like, what do you want these people to do? They said they don't want to entertain you on Halloween. They don't have any candy. Why keep lingering around and making it worse for your kid? Remove your kid from that situation and go find somebody else that does have candy for them to enjoy. Our next story is, has anyone ever had parents like these? I've noticed recently I'm becoming very distant from my parents, nearly to the point of resenting them and losing all respect. Saying that, I might already be at that point, and make every effort I can not to be like them. A little background, when as a child, I only got taken to the carnival because I wanted to go, and they would stand there as if it was a chore, namely my dad. I do not recall ever getting an Easter egg, birthday celebrations died, as did Xmas, I now celebrate Xmas with my girlfriend's family. I did feel guilty, but no longer. They hardly leave the house for a nice day out. No meals out, no small holidays out, not even something nice on the weekend. I've noticed they hardly cook, excluding takeaways, as I now have chosen to start cooking for myself in an effort to lose weight, and the kitchen literally looks like a hoarder's kitchen. 
No exaggeration. Sink piled up with unwashed dishes, plastic wrappers recycling all over the place, and food waste rotting away in bowls. Summer? We get a lot of flies to the point I'm uncomfortable cooking. There are cases. The kitchen is such a pigsty. Only my dad works, and my mother hasn't had a job since around before 2007-ish. Yet she buys so much houseware cluttering the walkways, it's a wonder how anyone has not broken their neck. She doesn't cook nor clean. Now, one may be thinking, they may not have the money. Yes, they do. At one point, mom was found to have spent two grand on houseware. I constantly look at my parents asking myself, how are you that dead to life? About me, late 20s, myself and my girlfriend have saved up nearly enough to start looking for a house or flat to buy, and we're really looking forward to it, hoping to buy around 2025. As mentioned, I cook for myself, exclusively, and girlfriend's family when I'm over. I'm always keen to try new meals and wash up after myself. We also go for days out, including holidays, hoping to have one outside the country in the next few years. I also have a new job raking in more. Driving too. I'm a late bloomer. The girlfriend and her family, best thing ever, 13 plus years, can't remember, and she and her family have given me my childhood. Her mother loves Xmas, celebrating birthdays and going to the carnival. Same for my girlfriend, who in addition gets me an Easter egg. I get her one too. I often try to get her the best, as she dang well deserves it. I feel at times she's given me something I never got but always wanted a normal, happy life. She keeps mentioning I've grown so much this year. Weight loss, cooking for myself, new job. Has anyone ever had anything like this? Resented their parents for similar reasons? Also, is there a better word to describe my parents other than dead to life? I mean, the words that come to my mind are like sedentary or straight up hermit, sheltered maybe. Somebody that just seals them off from the world and doesn't really do much. It's fine enough if you're happy with that existence. I mean, hey, I have plenty of days where I'm happy just lounging around all day. It's not really that cool when you try to force it on your family and friends, though. Our next story is, my mom won't give me any privacy. 19-year-old female. I'm a 19, almost 20-year-old female who's living at home. I've been an introvert my whole life, staying at home playing video games during my education. I've taken a gap year and finally started blooming. I've met this sweet guy at my work, and my mom would not accept the fact that I've started hanging out with him. Today I went to his place. My mom had made a group chat with me, my mom, and my dad, so that I can share my plans with them. My mom told me before that I wasn't allowed to go to his place, but I can't hold back. I lied to them and told them that I was going to my friend's place, when in reality I was going to hang out with the guy, watch a movie, and bake cinnamon rolls together. My mom kept calling me while I was at his place. I ignored the calls for hours. She had called me a total of 16 times, sending me messages where she requests my location. Later on, I found out that she knew I was at his place because for some magical reason, she decided to track me on Snapchat or some other application that I'm unaware of. I feel disgusted. I feel disrespected. I absolutely hate it. I want to move out as soon as possible. What do I do? Well, 100% work towards being able to move out as soon as you possibly can. I would begin auditing every single app on my phone to see how they could have possibly tracked me, or if you have some like shared Apple plan or something that they might be able to track through that. 
Either way, you're almost 20 years old. They can't and have no right to be running around trying to be your living chastity belt. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.